I'm Abby Robertson. I'm Autumn Stevens. And we're Inside, Inside the, the Hive. Hive. Alrighty, welcome into uh, episode 22 of Inside the Hive. This week we're excited to welcome on girls lacrosse coach Autumn Stevens and one of their players, Abby Robertson. Welcome to the show, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Once again, we're recording live at the new Perrysburg Sidelines location at 136 West South Boundary. They are locally owned and operated and are excited to be serving the Perrysburg community. Joel? All right, guys. Could you tell us a little bit about yourselves and who you are? Uh, you can go first. Abby, throwing it to coach. Okay, so I'm head coach of the girls lacrosse team, Autumn Stevens. Um, I, it's my first year in the coaching position. I played lacrosse here at Perrysburg. Um, graduated in 15, went on to BG to play on the club team, a PR officer there, and got a broadcast journalism degree. Ended up at BCSN doing color commentary for the last few years for lacrosse and followed Perry's for lacrosse for that whole time. So now I'm back and coaching Abby. So we'll throw it over to Abby. Uh, I'm Abby, as you know. Uh, I've been playing lacrosse since about eighth grade. Uh, I'm a student at Perrysburg. Uh, I've been on varsity since a freshman, so this is my fourth year and second year as a captain. So, Autumn, you mentioned your time at uh... – BGSU, what did you think about it, and uh, what were some of your favorite things and favorite places to go when you were there? Oh, what do I not have to say about BGSU? First off, it's close to home, so I was a little worried about that, a little too close to the rents, uh, but absolutely loved my time at BGSU. Um, I would argue the broadcast department in both UT and BG is amazing, but the relationships I made at BG were just incredible. Um, I loved going over to Beckett's for wings, great burgers, burgers. Great. great burgers. And now we have sidelines here, so it really rivals going down there. So this is right around the corner from my house, so I love sidelines. Um, and then BG, just overall, all the connections that I made. I got to interview Jay Crawford while he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to start at BCSN. They gave me that position, and BG really pre- prepared me for that and, and made those connections with me there. So it's it was a good time, um, a lot of fun, and I learned a lot. I started marketing and then found out I was really bad at that, but I was good on a microphone for some reason, um, and that's how my time was. But yeah. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about that BCSN job you had? Yeah, so I got the call um, that from a friend that had mentioned that BCSN was looking for more people to join the crew. So I started there. I interviewed. I had to answer some questions like uh, how many yards are on a football field? You know, if you're on offense and you're on the 40-yard line, where are you at? How far away to the end zone? Those kinds of questions. Uh Don't put me on the spot, Joel. I see you looking. Um, (laughs) Please don't put me on the spot for those right now. I'm not prepared. Um, But I started wrapping cables. Um, I had a thing called a parabolic. So if you Mm -hmm. ever see this, I said, yeah, they're crazy, right? The arm strength I had after that was incredible. But it was fun. Get that audio. I had the mm-hmm. headphones on and hearing the helmet smack, I think as weird as it is to hear that inside part of it really propelled me into wanting to stay in sports and being in a woman in sports, I will always support Abby and whatever she wants to do, whether it's lacrosse, the next level, but being in that position and then joining the color commentary spot was, was huge. You're not only studying sports, you are really analyzing the game and so having those conversations you know I can join in on those and and support other women as they continue on but I always said if Perrysburg asked me back I would come back in a heartbeat I've lived here for 25 years and so I know BCSN is out another woman but um, I'm sure that there's other women out there that will happily take that spot as I'm I'm here now so absolutely love it great question all right now how uh, how did each of you begin playing lacrosse Abby go ahead you're fresh girl 
Um, so I had like a clinic I went to in like third or fourth grade and I loved it, but then I was just, I was so into soccer, it was my life, it really wasn't, honestly, it wasn't really (laughs) meant for me, uh, and then I found it again in like eighth grade, my friend Megan, like her dad was the coach, so it was a really easy thing to go to, so I went to a couple clinics, I played in the fall, I played the spring season with them, I was awful, but they just had me running up the whole field, playing every position, seeing what I was good at, and then... The old coach, head coach Sierra Wagner, she saw me and she saw me at a camp and was like, I think you'd be really good on our defense. So I worked really hard at that, worked hard in open gyms. And then that's honestly, it was, it was a really easy process. It was just a lot of hard work. And then, yeah, I worked my way onto the team and it was just a natural fit since then. And we get to give Abby a little more credit. You two are coming to a game this season. I'm looking sure. at Jack and Joel yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, you both have to come to a game. Abby is not giving herself enough credit here. She's an amazing defender. Um, she's one of our captains, too, so we got to mm. really shout out her there. Um, running the defense and making sure there's not too many cutters, which I think on our offense we're working on ourselves. So I know that other teams are going to be coming out strong with that. But uh, for me, I actually started in soccer, too. I think in Perrysburg – Soccer has been Very such strong. a big, strong, you know, mm-hmm. team. Um, and to see some of my teammates, um, my freshman year win a state championship um, was awesome. So there's Alex Brown, um, Lindy DeLong when she was here too. But for me, soccer was awful. I stood by the goal waiting for the ball to get to me. <laughs> um, I, I know Abby's picturing that right now because she knows the type of runner I am. She's seen me try to do it. Um, but Soccer was not it for me, and my dad said, we got to try something else. And I actually told my brother, who's three years younger than me, that lacrosse is the worst sport I've ever seen. And then I picked up a stick, found out I was left-handed, and uh, my dad said, yep, you're stuck with this because left-handed lacrosse players don't come around too often. So that's kind of how I got into it. Started in sixth or seventh grade and been in ever, ever since. Now, Abby, your coach mentioned that you are a captain on this year's lacrosse team. How big of a deal is that for you, and what does that mean to you? Um, honestly, like, I've always just felt like I have to work hard for, for what I want, and um, being a captain last year was a privilege. I had to say a speech and stand in front of everybody, which took a lot of nerve, but I also feel like I've been a natural leader in lacrosse from my IQ the second I stepped on the field. So I just think, like, if, if I'm ready for the position and I'm the best for it, then I'm glad to lead the team. I'm happy to do it because I want to be a spokesperson for everybody who needs it. So just to be able to represent everybody is a pretty big deal. And I think I want to speak on that too. Um, Abby and Megan Gibbs were captains last year, and I looked at that, and coming in new, I didn't want to come up and disrupt everything. So I thought, okay, Let's make sure that they're the right fit. So it wasn't so much a natural just put them into it. They naturally stepped up. Abby is doing things behind the scenes along with Gibbs. They're great friends. That's a story we can tell another time, so ask them at some point. But um, those two are just being able to bring the ball bucket in when we need it, um, leading drills when we don't even realize that they're, you know, they finish their six laps that we ask them to run and they're already into the next drill. And it's just really nice to have that backbone. It's like having coaches on the field when us coaches can't physically be running, passing mm-hmm. the ball and all that good stuff. So credit to them. Shout out to them. Now you mentioned lacrosse and soccer. Are there any other sports that you two like keep up with or follow? Oh yeah. Big time. Go ahead. Hit it, Abby. Um, so my mom isn't really into watching sports a lot, but my dad constantly has it on TV. So I used to play basketball. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I follow the girls' basketball team a lot. Not so much the boys, but then college basketball. 
like with March Madness coming up, I try to watch every game like every other kid in class, like pulling it up on your computer, trying to watch it in secret. Uh, and I like to watch hockey a lot. I like to watch the Stanley Cup. Um, and really any sport, I was sitting there watching golf the other day just because I find it entertaining, <laughs> honestly. I didn't yeah. think I'd say that, but I, yeah. I, I like to go play with my dad sometimes in the summer. See, so there you go. It's nice and fun to watch. Are you saying we need nine rounds after the season's up? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Good deal. <laughs> I'm so bad at golf, I don't even understand That's how not the works. point of golf, Joel. It doesn't matter how good you are. You're supposed to go out there and enjoy it. Swing. Nah, but the, pe- the people behind, like playing behind me, they would be, I'd be taking too long, man. I feel like that's like the nerves, oh. like the nerves of people behind you. It's like, okay, we got to play through. Just let them play through. Uh, do that mini Yeah, golf. just let them go around, the, yeah. Right? Yeah why, yeah, why don't we play some putt putt, Jack? Oh, I last time I played, no, nah, I can't. Jack, oh can't no, talk. you know, you know, no, by last know. time I was at Perry Falls. Oh, Perry Falls! Nothing happened. Oh my God, you can't explain what Perry Falls might come after me for what happened. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> little, little lawsuits. It wasn't even my fault. That post was broken. Okay, uh, was it? It was. I, I wasn't there. So, so we're, I'm right down the score because I had the the. the <laughs> scorekeeper and so i'm writing it down and i'm leaning like my my the paper up against this wooden post and Fair. no one was i wasn't like paying attention or whatever so i'm like leaning like up against it a little bit and then all of a sudden it just boom falls over i valid and like valid and i i go with the pole so <laughs> i end up in the little like stream that's in the middle of the course I'm just in the middle of it, and everyone's staring there laughing at me like, dude, what the hell is going on? Like, the whole course, like, I swear to God, all of them just dead stop, and you get all these glares, and I'm just... These all oh, thoughts was, and opinions oh are not our, oh our own and not of Prairie Falls. Prairie Falls, we oh, love you. Thank it, you so much. No, you're not at fault, but not entirely at fault. I don't know. You know? Jack, Jack came over to my house after, I'm pretty sure, and oh, his shirt was, like, soaked. I'm like, so... What? What? Happened? Uh, did you do mini golfing? Did you go swimming uh, afterwards? Or I <laughs> uh, should have. Well, actually, yes. I think we, we, we ended did. Up, yeah. But I got to find this video now that we're talking. The about video it. of you getting up or what? Yes. We what did. A... Thank God, no one videoed me falling in. <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> they, they might have had security footage. That would have been a great thing. No, to pull up absolutely not. Where was it? Hold on. Let me Mr. find Rogers, it. Mr. Rogers, do we have the Holy video? We can smokes. pull that up. <laughs> we should have this I'm ready looking, to go. I'm looking. I'm looking here. Hold on a second. He said no, folks. Sorry. Where? Come on. We should put this on the Perrysburg Athletics Twitter. Absolutely. Oops, wrong video. For oh, here it is. There, so you can so see the I'm post. Gonna, I'm going to commentate see, on this. So he's in the rocks. You can see the post, right? <laughs> the post fell. Don't, don't and even. And he fell in the creek. It was brutal. Jack like, You can the see creek. the post comes clean off. And I'm just in Wait, the middle of Perry check, Falls. Refresh my memory, like, please. Dead middle. We're in the middle of the course, so everyone can see me fall in. <laughs> Jack, re- refresh my memory. You should have stood I, up I and said, you know, they're not going to sue you. You're going to sue well, them. For, well, everyone know, asks, they're like, are yeah, you okay? I'm like, safety yeah. concern. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. It's, it's not a big deal. You could have sued for a safety concern for sure. At least it was like a first date or something. No, you know, no. It was actually with a group of friends, which is almost worse that they all have that video. You got to pull away those memories, right? Yeah, I was soaking wet. Uh, like, I fell on the... So there's those little rocks in it, right? So, like, my foot hit the rock, and, like, I twisted my ankle. But, like... Are you good? Do you oh, need to see trainer Cassie? No, or? no, we're fine okay. now, but, right. like... Shout out, Cassie. Can't even... Every time I hear Perry Falls, I think of that, and it's, like... Traumatizing it's, experience. It's brutal. It's a brutal experience, but... Abby mentioned basketball, Joel, and... Uh, Uh-oh. March Madness. March starts, Madness. Well, actually, tonight, the first four starts tonight, yeah, first, so... Uh, first four. You know, we... Thought it'd be a good idea to start a little inside the high bracket challenge. You, yep. Oh, you guys. Did someone say bracket challenge? B- bracket challenge. That's bracket right. Challenge? So uh, 
thought it'd be fun to have you two join our Inside the Hive Bracket Challenge and fill out a couple brackets with us. So um, Abby's about done. I'm holding this mic for both of us. So oh, I'll fill out but, after. So I would love for you to yes. question her on all of her yeah. decisions here. So let's, uh, once okay. Abby gets her first round done here, which she's almost done, it'll be quick here. We'll get, we'll get through it. But Jared, what, are you, what are you looking forward to this March Madness, Joel? I actually, I have a question for you both. Of, of course. I would love to hear your March Madness hot takes. Do you have a hot take oh, for March um, Madness? I, Creighton might make it to the Final Four. You think? You know, I, they, that is a hot take. They are have the, one of the best starting fives in the country. Yeah, I, they, okay. they, they could, they could okay. be Bama in the Elite Eight. Jack, hot I mean, take? I think the hottest take I have is that uh, – I, I think only one one seed will make it to the Final Four. I don't, I would, I don't I would, anticipate seeing Chalk in the Final Four, necessarily. I would bet. Yeah, I'm, I, I like that. Maybe I would be here's, – here's what I'll go with. I think we will see – I didn't pick this, but I think we will see two double-digit seeds in the Sweet 16. I think that would we're be awesome. See it. That would, that I think would we're going to see it. I, could, I don't I doubt can't, it. I can't pick it because – I just couldn't get myself yes, to do Oral it. Roberts, yes, Roberts, yes. No, dude, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to come to the fact we're going to see two double-digit seeds in the Sweet 16. So as you guys are filling out your brackets, start to think about I who would, it's going to be. We should, um, at the time of this recording, we should give a score update for men's Toledo basketball. Of playing course. Michigan. They're playing um, Michigan. This will obviously air after, but a live update would be awesome. We it have is. to give a shout-out to Toledo women's basketball. Well. Yes. They're going to the big dance. That was so, Coach Cole, shout out to her. She's actually one of the best coaches, I think, in the area, yes. and I admire her. I went to so many camps and she sat there and talked Yeah, she's. The is there anything that you remember from that camp that you want to just touch on real quick? Because I so, think that would be good for the pod. It yeah, is I mean, currently 28-27 Toledo. As That's they, awesome. they hold on to a one-point lead at the under eight you timeout. In the no first one half. can see it, but we all have our fingers crossed for them. So, that would be yes. awesome. Fingers crossed. I know my, my – Grandpa, he is at the game with my my dad, my brother, and my grandma. Uh, he's had he's had season tickets to Toledo basketball for fifty plus years. Jack's That's man, awesome. he couldn't go. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. mad. This You'd rather be important. here? Yes. This is yes. more important. Right, actually. We are honored. Because right, Abby, we if, are honored. If Toledo, if Toledo, well, here's, here's what I'll say. If Toledo won, that would be a great experience, and I would remember it forever. But if they don't win, it's like. They're you're, never, you're not going to remember going to the game, and I'll remember this instead. Like that's fair, yeah. You know what I mean? But, Valid. Yeah, he Can was. We, yeah, I just have to say, I picked up the word valid from like everyone on the team. Like the <laughs> words I've picked up. Yeah. My vocabulary is crazy. Valid. Valid. What yeah. is mid? Mid. mid. Yep. Chuggy isn't a word. I brought that one <laughs> no, up. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. No, no, I apologize. I'm not a f- they didn't know who Hulk Hogan was. Do you two know who yes, Hulk Hogan yes. is? Yes. No, that was Should I know who? Joel. Oh my oh. God! Here, okay. Hey, there it is, I'm folks. My age now. Joel, oh. not knowing a famous celebrity. It's okay. There it is. It's okay. It happens yeah. weekly. There's it's, a lot of he's, he's the guy fun. with the mustache, Joel. Thanks. Oh, oh the brackets, wrestler though? guy. Yeah, wrestler guy. Yeah, there you go. There you Should go. I bring us back? I took us back out way too far. I'll rein us back in. Oh. Abby. I finished. Oh, fantastic! Okay, you talk about your bracket, and you I'll talk fill about out it. Mine. And coach, coach, fill it out. So, let break down the first round. What are we talking? Any upsets? Any? So. I went pretty basic with first round. A lot of chalk. I know there's usually lots and lots of upsets, but <laughs> Bama's winning. Bama's winning, honestly, for a while. But we have Arizona going, making it to the final four. Ooh. And I had losing to Baylor, which, you know, I didn't know it was going to be a big upset. I could see it being a big upset, okay? Okay, okay. 
Also, let me let me put a forewarning. My brackets are never accurate. They're just for fun. I kind of take what name sounds cool. Hey, you know what? There's no shame in that. Yeah. No shame I, in I that. I think it's for all, fun. Every single one's feelings, different. All thoughts and feelings do not match those of Perrysburg Girls Lacrosse. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. I had Purdue going far. You know, got to give credit to my man, Zach Eady. He's, he's insane. I hate, I hate that, that man so much. Let's go, Joel. Let's go. Let's go. he's not doing great. Me I'm on the Zach Eady hate he's train. He's taller than everyone. He's got the advantage. Here, here's it's my problem fair. with Zach Eady. He's 7'7", seven, 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 and oh, he sits there in the paint. I know it's not fair, but it works, Here's, it? here's my problem with him. Is it works. Zach Eady is cheating. He's literally cheating. But you because know what? He's gonna cheat him to a victory. Basketball in basketball, they don't. They've gotten away from calling the three-second violation, and it's a travesty. Because all he does is he sits there in the paint, shuffles around the paint to get the ball and put it back in, and it's a joke. The other the other uh, day when they were playing Ohio State. Very unfortunate he day for me. Camped he in the sat, paint the whole game. Yeah, I, watched I, I it. counted out like seven seconds with my dad. You could hear. Like, you could hear Coach Holtman is screaming through the TV, three in the key, and they, they don't call anything. So if they want them to win, if the refs are cheating I'm, for them, you know I am that's too. another thing. They say the NFL is scripted. March Madness, I, I no. Tell me some no. of these teams. They don't pick a team and say you're calling their games different because it seems like every year you <laughs> Purdue's see this one be a team and they're getting exit. the benefit of the doubt every weekend. Purdue's going to be a first or second round exit. That's that's my other. I don't take. see them going that far Purdue. because they're going to start. In the first and second the round, in the second they round. call a lot of fouls. You're they, insane. They, they, it's very right chippy, yep. very physical. To a 16th seed? You start seed? calling Zach. Whoa. Whoa, boy. We'll get into that in a second. But I've got Duke. Zach, Zach Eady going is going to be exposed the in the tournament, I feel like. I want him to. Maybe not in the first round. Favorite team. And, yeah, that's there we go. Are they going to play potentially? But I don't or think – if. Duke, Duke. I don't I don't think that's a good no, matchup. No, they can't. Duke's my men's college basketball team. The Duke end. is even the hottest team suck. in college basketball right now. Even if Duke they suck sometimes. Duke beat Pitt by like 30 they're, the other night. They're playing so well yeah, right now. Yeah, undefeated at home. That's a pretty good And here's good, the thing. Duke's got two seven-footers. Duke's got yeah, two seven-footers, though. They're playing in Orlando. Bad. They'll travel. Oral Roberts all the way from Philadelphia-ish well. area. They'll travel well. That'll be, that's a tougher travel, but. This bracket is actually like one of the harder brackets I've ever filled out. Right, like but I've, the thing the thing about Duke is difficult is they've got two seven footers who can beat you from three and at the take it to the basket. That's why I like them. They're versatile. Duke is very versatile and they play solid defense. So I feel like Duke's going to be a tough out in the tournament. And they ma- they can match up with Purdue. They can get Zach Eady in uh, foul trouble and Duke get, is take so him out of the game, but. incredibly good right now. I. I it is hard to describe unless you've been watching. They are playing out of their minds. They're yeah, playing they very good basketball. But, Abby, let's hear your Elite Eight, Final Four, and National Champion. All right. Elite Eight, Bama against Arizona. Okay. Good matchup. Purdue against Should be Kansas a great State. matchup. I think they're just they're, they're going to have to. They're going to pull it out. They're going to win. You like the Wildcats, Kansas State. Nah, not much, but it's okay. I mean, they're going to the Elite Eight. Yeah. I, you got to give them some credit. I mean, with with our lineup down there, I don't like Kentucky. I'm going to mm. be honest. You just got to take them out for that reason. Michigan State, you, you give them a little bit of hope, but not enough. Um, and then Miami, I've seen them play a couple times. They gave Duke a challenge the first time they played them. Iowa State, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga. Gonzaga, I didn't know how to say their name for the longest time. I've yeah, Gonzaga, how, how, yeah. But they I, it are called matter. the Zags. So the Zag, roll make, Zags. It makes that would sense. Make sense yeah. They play in the kennel. That's that's another cool <laughs> no home stadium. Yeah, no it's called the kennel. 
It's, um, it's wild. You ever seen videos four. of that? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Final four, Arizona and Purdue and Miami and Gonzaga. And my last two, Purdue against Gonzaga. <laughs> Purdue winning it all. Purdue oh winning it all. Guys, I'm going to be You're honest. riding the Zach Eady pain train? Oh, I my God. I don't like them. I don't like Purdue, okay? But I think they're going to win. Why? You know what? Can you I, give your reasoning? Stand like, by your guns. I respect that. I just besides the fact they have a seven-seven basketball player. Seven-four. Imagine so, okay, if sorry, it went that way, though. Like if if that good of a team, if a number one team actually won it, I feel like it's about time. Number one seeds have won the last five times. Okay, know, but it's I a number one seed that may or may not shouldn't not be a number one seed. No, they've Coach earned, they've earned the number one seed. First round. <laughs> they have really bold moves. Well, we we hold on, hold on, we're getting there. Really, really bold moves. But I. <sighs> Zach Eady's going to get exposed in the tournament. I just it's I make feel me it so coming. happy to watch him just lose. Col- I hope Might he not does. be in the I first round, but I hope second round, ruined. if they play either FAU or Memphis, Memphis that's going to be a, gonna a, be a battle. Bloodbath. I, that's going to be an absolute might battle win. with either the eight or the nine. That's going to be a good game in itself. But either one of those teams will give Purdue a run for their money. But as I'm looking at the bottom of your bracket, Abby, you have oh, yeah. Michigan State upsetting Marquette to go to the Sweet 16. <laughs> You know, Can we talk about this? Yeah. Um, I'm just a little bit of a Michigan State fan. I went to a football game, and um, I had a good time. It was really fun. So They have a nice – Michigan State's got a really nice <laughs> I like, campus. I like I gotta Izzo, say. Coach Izzo. Coach so. Izzo in March is scary. Yeah. He gets the most out of his players. Yeah. yeah. MSU. You met him? You met Tom Izzo? impressive. His assistant coach owes my best friend $20. Really? Is he a good guy? Is he a good guy? I I get that vibe, but like he seems like he's like a good guy. Like you meet some of these coaches and they're like absolutely like jerks. Like some of these guys are just jerks. I saw a post on Twitter when they lost saying it's mm-hmm. over. Uh, you get it now? Yeah, I got you. you. That's that's pretty good. I thought it but, was funny. I had a bit of a chuckle. I mean. Michigan State, their guards get going. They make they make some shots. They could be a tough out too. But no. Marquette is Marquette solid. Marquette is very solid. Just wait. Just, Purdue loses. Michigan State wins. It could be a big year. Yeah, Jack. Who's your favorite upset? My favorite upset Creighton. on this Gotta bracket. Creighton. I mean, I I like Creighton a lot. But if you look at it, my my bold take, and I I hate this. I hate myself for doing this, Joel. I absolutely hate it because okay, the Big Ten never does this. No. But I think Indiana's going to get past Houston. I do. I really do. I just think Indiana will not even make it past the first round. Yeah, they are. Oh, I forgot about my my other hot take. K State's beating Indiana or Kent State is beating Indiana first round. I can't see it. That'd be pretty I just cool can't to see. See it because I might erase that. The way one. Indiana lost in the Big Ten tournament, I don't think they're going to lose first round. There's That's Coach f- Woodson's going to have a game plan. Fair point. I don't know. I just I, – I like Kent State. I just, I, I just think that Indiana is so talented, but at the same time they play, like, bipolar basketball where they'll be so good for, like, three games. And then you don't know what happens to them for, like, two or three games they'll lose. So you have no idea what they're team they're be even back. becoming. But teams get hot at the right time, and I think, you know, Indiana can be that team. So, All, All right. right, Coach Autumn, what do we got? Well, let me preface. Let's hear it. I'm entering this bracket challenge hoping to lose it all. Okay? Okay. (laughs) Love it. Love that. Just kidding. Just kidding. But I I 
I face reality head on. I'm comfortable in the uncomfortable. Abby's heard that multiple times. I like so, that saying. What, what questions do you have? Okay, where is your first major upset of the tournament? Well, first off, shout out to Kent State, Mac. We got to. They're coming in strong. We got to give them the shout out there. Okay. What? Where? Well, I like that. Where'd you point at? Purdue and Texas Southern. Texas Southern coming in hot. Texas <laughs> Southern it. beating <laughs> Purdue. They're doing it. Only one. I actually feel like I definitely messed that up and yeah, rewrote. So I'm gonna. No, leave no, it. Oh, no, whoa, whoa, whoa! No, you got it. it. You uh, got it. So we're gonna leave that. You got it. Um, anything else? Any other questions that you have? Um, Give us your final. Let's four. hear the final four. Oh, um, Baylor. Confidence. That is Absolutely. Baylor. Duke. Okay. Duke. Okay. Houston. Houston. Okay. UConn. Okay. UConn. I right. think upset gal. Okay. I I love a good. You upset. love the Cinderella. I love St. Mary's. I wish it. they could just win it all. St. Mary's. Uh, they got a talented be, squad this yeah, year. Yeah, they haven't won the BCU. So. We're having a St. Peter's, so they. They're out. They're yeah, they're well, they had the their chance. magical run, and then yeah. they all transferred sad, out. Sad. You know how it goes. Doug I mean, Edder. I have Duke winning it all, though. Duke! I love Duke. Yeah. God bless that's, Duke. That's, an, that's an outside play that, you know, Duke is so good, but thank you. Kyle Flipkowski. Cameron yeah. Crazies. Get them on the road. but They've got some great fans. Love that. All love right. that. So, now that's that's going to conclude so our what's the pro- let's, March Madness talks. Who wins? Like, what happens – Whoever has the best bracket, the do we get to come on the pod again? And you know, well, we haven't or? we haven't like maybe fully yeah. talked about it, but yeah, potentially talks of a uh, free shirt, maybe yeah. maybe a free inside, inside the, the hive merch. Yeah, we haven't fully discussed what our prize is going to be, yeah. but okay, we think that that might be a direction we head in. Might be a and if not, I'll still buy free, a shirt. Might be a free Whoa. meal from sidelines. We don't know. Yeah. We're, we're do still, we know the general manager's name? We still we're still talking through. We're still talking through what our. Potential. Okay, well, we'll uh, give him a shout out when we get yes. in at the end here. But. Still talking through it, but all right. Okay. Well, another thing that happens in March is daylight savings, as many of you know. Recently, um, would you mind telling us your thoughts about it? Honestly, I'm a fan. You're a fan. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I agree. Every time it happens. I'm mad. It messes me up for maybe a week, maybe half a week. A week? I complain about it for the next month, acting like it affected me. But if we don't have it, I think I'm going to be upset because then summer somehow gets messed up. I get really confused okay. with it all. But I'm a fan. Right now, I'm, I'm falling behind a bit. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like Lost I can't wake up. Yeah, it's, it's hard. But Honestly, I'm a fan. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of it. I think we should keep it. I think that's a, that's a good take. I'm, I'm definitely a fan. I, I don't. That something on Coach's face tells me she does not agree. Here's the thing. If we're going to do daylight savings, make it – okay, wait. Let me let me rewind. I love it for the fact of, like, okay, summer's coming. I know lax season is here. Like, that's huge for us, right? But I go to the gym. I'm an early gym goer, so trying to get there on Monday, Tuesday of this week was – or last week was awful. This week was awful. Well, no, it started this week, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monday was rough. This morning was rough trying to get to the gym. But I also know the warm weather's coming, so I kind of like it. I kind of wish it was earlier, um, maybe like the beginning of spring, but I'll take it. It's all right. Make it work, you know? Can't the thing I bad. don't understand is, like, I don't know when all the freak out started. Like, all we're doing is changing our clocks. What's the big deal? We do it twice a year. Yeah. Like, so it doesn't help the farmers anymore. Yeah, yeah. like. You just change your clock. What's the big deal? You, you do have to remember it twice we a year. live in a very right. digital age, so now people yeah. are inside more on their computers, on our and phones. It doesn't get rid of that. So get rid of what? 
Just being being inside all the time. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah. But it gives us more light at practice. So I'm yeah. They, see, there you go. The longer sports. days are just like the longer sunlight mm-hmm. makes me so happy. It's fantastic. It's but um, Autumn, you are currently employed by the uh, Marcos Pizza. Is oh, that correct? yeah. Can you tell us about how you've kind of risen through the ranks there at Marcos? Ooh. Yes. So I, during college, before I went to BCSN, I interned in the marketing department um, in 2017. And then, just like Perrysburg, I always wanted to go back if I left broadcasting. Um, and then the pandemic hit, and so broadcasting was tough. So I had not only, you know, COVID to deal with, but I didn't have a job. So, mm. um, you know, we were in a lull for a little bit. And so I reached out to Marcos and said if they had a position, I'd love to come back. So I started back at Marcos. Um in marketing, then they moved me to customer service, and this is a life lesson for anyone listening. You're always going to want to do a, have to do a job that you don't really want to, and I definitely didn't. If you get to know me, I'm a very positive person. I don't bring a lot of negative light into anything. I'm really optimistic. Um, so at first, I was a little ticked because you're reading negative reviews, trying to respond to that, but I put, persevered, pushed through, um, and then I ended up becoming the lead brand champion, taking that role of everything culture, so the complete opposite. So team building, accountability, trust, um, working in a team setting has been huge. And of course, our pizza is the best. I will shout out our pizza all day long. Kara Jones, actually the GM of the local one. So um, go out, shout out that name. Don't use my name. I didn't send you. Um, don't leave her alone, please. Actually, but mm. go get pizza. Just leave her alone. She's amazing. She's an angel. Um, and I love it. Marcos has been great for the community and we do do a lot of things. Um, and the pizza just keeps getting better, better and better and better. I think when you go to college, they warn you about the freshman 15, right? Mm-hmm. I think we're all uh-huh. shaking our heads. Yeah. The Marcos 15. You start there in the corporate <laughs> office, game over. I, my desk is about six feet away from the actual test kitchen, so I'm oh, testing stuff all the time. So thankfully, I work from home. Um, but when I do go, go to the office, there's definitely a pizza waiting for me on my desk. So it's been fun. Great question. So we have here that you were a social media director there at one point in time? Yes. Yep. So that was when I first started. Yep. So what were some of like, the funniest posts either you made or you encountered while being Ooh, there? Ooh, I got to think about that one. While I think about that, what's your favorite Marcos pizza? The white cheesy, I think it's called. It has like tomatoes, bacon, yep, yep. and then that one's good. No, no you, you don't like that? We'll get it. We're gonna get into that, Rogers. That, but that yeah. might be a first. We're gonna get into that, but um. Yeah, we're gonna fight. I, gotta I like the, the barbecue chicken. I'm yeah, a barbecue chicken, chicken fan. All right, for you, white the white cheesy. Next time, try it on thin crust and okay. add chicken to it. It is amazing. You get your protein in, and you still get your pizza. It's delicious. Okay, I funny will. posts. That was like two years ago, so that was tough. But anyone, we got into the TikTok space, so I think. Um, mm. I wouldn't say every brand needs a TikTok. I think Marcos has used it well. Um, so seeing people stitch all of our TikToks has been funny. We did a cauliflower one, mm. um, and so that was fun. So all the stitches on TikToks has been fun to watch that, and the duets, and people dancing with a pizza. I never thought I'd ever see that in my day, but um, that's been a lot of fun to, to see, yeah. Now, did you ever get into, like, a food feud with another company, like, going back and forth on social media? <laughs> so, I can say um, we continue to be – there are certain metrics that you have in every company and in the space and, the you know, the industry. And we keep beating Domino's and Pizza and all those other pizza places. So, I know Mr. Rogers is um, shaking his head that Marcus isn't the best, but the facts are there. Um, so, no, no, food, no feuds, but – 
no it's feuds coming. there, but oh, it's um, don't you worry. <laughs> they're shaking. They're excited about that. Um, so no feuds, no feuds. But we do actually see a lot of employees come from Domino's. We get to steal them. So that's been a lot of fun. Just seeing you know their experiences there, and they come to us as a breath of fresh air. So that's fun. Now, could you uh, let us know what are some of the current projects you're working on at Marcos? Yeah, so being the lead brand champion is all about culture and not only the corporate office, but then also bleeding that into the store level too. So I travel once in a while and we call them store rollouts where we take our, you know, all of our culture initiatives, our cultural beliefs, our, you know, life lessons, our team building skills. And so I get to travel across the country and visit with stores and kind of talk about what it means to have good culture in your stores. And a lot of times at Marco's we have great teams, so we're just building upon that. So traveling's been fun, but with lacrosse, I asked to slow down. Um, so I'm in a higher level position now of just working more at the office and really building on our culture there because a lot of times you hear, oh, they have great culture, but my job is to really make that happen and make sure people love what they do. So, And Kara, honestly, if you go into her store, she's got probably the best example of what it means to have good culture at Marcos. So shout out to her again. All right, so now we're going to head into this week's flashback. This is where we review a controversial or hot topic that may spark some conversation in the community. Now, over the course of this show's history, pizza has been a huge topic of discussion, as you might as you might have figured out. So we figured that since you're involved heavily with Marco's Pizza, we should once again discuss it with you, the pizza expert. So today we're flashing all the way back to our very first episode where we talked to running back Connor Wallenzak about his top five pizza places. And unfortunately, Marco's Pizza did not make the cut. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers even indicated that Marco's was a lower-tier pizza. So we wanted to know what your response is to the Marco's Pizza Critics. Ahem, ahem. Testing, testing. Wrong. You are all wrong. Opinions can be opinions, but you are wrong. Marco's is crafted in store. I've made some of the dough myself. I have seen the sauce being made. I know how much cheese. I can eyeball it. I couldn't tell you right off the bat right now, but I can eyeball the cheese. It's perfection. And the chef... Our chef was is awesome. So there's that. Also, the first episode I listened to was Connor's episode, actually. Bingo. So when I heard that, shout out to him. We'll have to send him a Snapchat or something or a text and say, I am here to dispute all of your opinions. Because when I heard that, got my blood boiling. Connor, Marco's Pizza is the best. Um, and shout out to him. He's going to Toledo, right? Uh-huh, he's there right now. Oh, that's right. Um, actually, his one of his advisors is one of our coach Kate's boyfriend. His name is Ryan Moody, and he's going to be working with Connor, actually. So oh, perfect. He's in good hands at Toledo. So um, that's great. But, yeah, so Marco's Pizza is the best. I would argue locally I think Jets is great, has okay. great pizza. They have great ranch, too, yes, if you're a ranch with your pizza fan. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I will always side with Marco's. I think it's made fresh. I've seen it. Um, and the people that work there just make it all that much better. So I don't know how much more I could say. I'm just their cheerleader, I guess. So now Abby, would you mind like ranking your top five? Yeah, Abby, I'd love to hear this. This might affect some things later this week, but let's hear it. Um, so Marco's does not pull at my number one spot. Okay. Well, let's start, let's start at number five. Yeah. Number five. I know. I got to start at number one. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. I really like Jet's Pizza. Jet's Pizza. Growing up at Sky Zone, that was my go to. Stick to my roots. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Number two, uh, Rapid Fire. It's out in BG. It's like Subway for pizza. You make your own pizza. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's whatever you want. It's delicious. They have sauces. I love it. Uh, Number three, I like JoJo's Pizza a lot. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, 
No, Little Caesars isn't good. I'm going to be honest. Mm. Uh, Still, I haven't heard Marco's yet. I like Geno's. Ah, Little Caesars. I like Geno's. Geno's is good, but it's like but it's gone. It is. Where it is, is it anymore? Where is it? Where did it go? We do have to bring this up, though. There's two different categories of pizza. There's local, and then there's chain. True, so true, true, huge. true. That plays a big factor in this. But it is a Perry's Work podcast, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Right, right. So that's two things to think about. Do we consider Vito's in, in the good branch of pizza? Is that? Honestly, no. My mom has wow. ruined it. She gets thin crust. I'm not a thin okay, crust gal. Fair. So there you go. There Marco's, you have it. Marco's number five. Okay. It's a go-to after Correct. football games Top and five. stuff. So. Is is it, it, is it's low, it's, it's a chain. It's right around the corner. <laughs> The drive-through sells it for me every time. So. Yeah, the pickup. That is yep. true. Pick- I the pickup have, lane. Yeah. Cheap, greasy pizza. <laughs> I'm okay with <laughs> it. Mr. Rogers. Dab it off with the napkin. Kiss the mic didn't pick that up. He said Papa cheap, John's greasy no. pizza. I'm going to get a call from our CEO, Tony Lombardi, who's fantastic, by the way. And he's going to say, um, I heard I have to listen to a podcast. So, Tony, you're the best CEO I've ever heard. You're the best. Covering. I love Marco's Pizza. I just say find a way to make it less greasy. There we go. That's it. That's valid. I mean, if it was that's valid. Pepperoni, will, pepperoni on everything. Yes, thank so. You. Thank you, mm-hmm. All right. Well, now, what would you guys say is your favorite pizza to order? Straight up white cheesy thin crust add chicken. Yeah. Okay. That was quick. White cheesy. Yeah. Okay. Damn, that was quick. I personally customize every time. I like pepperoni, some sausage, and then I like pineapple. So. Mm. Pineapple on yeah. pizza is fantastic. It's really good. Nice. I like a little. Barbecue ranch combo to dip it in on the side. Yes. It's perfection every time. It hits. It does hit. Now, uh, getting back to lacrosse here a little bit, um, how did you get your start in coaching over there, Coach Stevens? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, following the game is a lot different. I'll be the first to admit that following the game, analyzing from a color commentary side of things is a lot different than coaching. I'll be the first to admit that. I hadn't coached before, um, but I coach on the daily at work. Um, in life, I help a lot of people at work, and so that's it's going to always be a little bit different. But when Chuck called me and I realized that they needed a coach, I always said I wanted to come back, and that was a, not just a life goal, but um, or not a job goal, but a life goal to help coach anywhere. I would have taken any job under the sun, but it just worked out that it ended up at Perrysburg. Um, I was standing at a Home Depot actually for work um, at Marco's. I don't know why. I can't remember why we were at Home Depot, but I was in the middle of the aisle, and uh, Chuck had called and said, do you know of anyone that would want to coach at Perrysburg? And I was like, well, I would I would love to if you'd consider me. Add me to your list. But I can definitely get you some names. So I got him some names, of course, um, and let him know of some people that might be interested. But we got to talking. And then I was actually volunteering for work the one day. And he called and said, I'd love to offer you the position. And I think he said to give him 24 hours, but I had missed his call, so I called him back immediately 24 minutes later instead of 24 hours and said, I'll take it. Um, And I've been watching these girls forever, and luckily last season, BCSN covered mostly the games I was on was all Perrysburg. So I knew the girls. I'd been following them for about four years, and just the mentality that they have, the resources that Perrysburg provides, the community that supports them is just leaps and bounds above anywhere else, so I... I couldn't be more thankful to be here, but that's kind of where I'm where I'm at now. But yeah. Now, Coach, what would you say your favorite part about coaching is? The girls. Every every second, every minute I wake up, I immediately think, okay, what can I do for them? Um, and they'll be the first to. I I'm super 
honest and open with them. They'll say, I was rough in the beginning. I will. I had a hard time. I didn't have my confidence. Um, Coach Kate and Coach Brooke will joke and um, laugh that I can't be tough because I work in culture all day. So that is a tough switch. Um, the hardest part is probably leaving a culture space and then come out and have to put on that tough face. I mean, we can have fun. We have a ton of fun. We listen to uh, Lil Uzi Vert, which I, I'm starting to learn yeah. every song that they have on their playlist. Just want to rock. Just want to rock. Um, hashtag rocks. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that too, I'm sure. But um, yeah, my favorite part is the girls. It's all for them. Anything I do. Um, I was actually really glad to see that Abby was here because I was going to send talk to you guys after about, you know, I love telling my story and I'm always here, but I wanted them to be on the podcast next or, or at some point because this is their story to tell. I'm just here to help um, propel them into whatever they want to do. So that, sorry, it's a long answer, but I'm really passionate about this. So, um, and I love the team, but. All right. Well, what would you say the hardest part about coaching is? Hardest part? Um, you'll hear this probably from the guys team if you talk to them too, but this year specifically is the numbers. We have 31 girls on the rostered on the team and we thought we were coming into the season with 45. Um, so we have a decent amount of floaters, so they're going to have to play all around the board and um, that's been tough, but I think this is something that is we're going to get through. And like I mentioned earlier, the community just in Perrysburg with their support is huge. We have so many resources under the sun, and this is something that adversity-wise we're facing. And we're going to have to go out and be tough and um, really work on conditioning and kind of get back to the basics, right, of making sure that everyone knows where they're at and where they need to be, what their str- strengths are and what their weaknesses are. And that's why our captains are our captains. They can see that better than we can sometimes, you know. They know what their teammates are going through in school, and they can come out and tell us and, and really help lead. Now, Abby, what would you say your favorite part of having Coach Autumn as a coach is? Um, every day is different, you know. No, no day is ever the same. Um, she, she seems to get my personality a lot. She says I'm like her when she was younger, which I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I'm not really sure what she's oh, saying yeah. with that. Oh, but, you're um, hilarious. <laughs> uh, you know, I think we've, we've established a pretty good relationship already. So it's, it's really easy to talk to her and come to her, which not all coaches make it that easy. So that's, that's probably my favorite part. Now, Autumn, do you find any pressure coming back to your alma mater in coaching? 100%. I think if you ask anyone that comes back, um, it's different. It was great to get that call and come back to Perrysburg, but it almost gives an extra little bit of pressure of, like, I want to – we want this program to continue to be the best because when I was here, we were the best, and we still continue to strive to be the best. But um, I think coming back um, gives its own sense of challenges because – automatically you start to give in to a few extra things that I don't think I would at other places. I was like, okay, traditions, we've done this before. Oh, yeah, I've done that play before. We should try doing it again. But I have to look at it from a coach perspective and pull myself out of it and say, is this really the best for the team at this moment? Um, So coming back has been different. It's definitely a blessing. Um, But I told the seniors as soon as I came in, look, I'm not coming in to change anything. So if you come to a practice, if you had a lens into our practice, you'll see that I start them off with the basics. So we do our warm-ups, we get into a drill, we start with the basics. I ask my captains, my seniors, what do we need to do to take this to the next level? Because our two biggest things this year are accountability and trust. So when they come into this, they have to um, add that extra layer. And if we're not getting that, we'll add it ourselves. And as coaches, we have to step up and do that. Because when they're on the field, we can't be in their heads. We can't be screaming at every little thing that we see. So it's really putting that pressure. 
pressure and the accountability onto them. But yeah. Now, do you or did you guys have any pregame superstitions? Throughout Let's, I'll leave this to you because we had a few, but I'll give it to you. So I know, like, Megan wears mismatched socks. She's always been doing that. Don't really know why. Are they, like, yeah, a, a certain Megan pair of mismatch, or is it Black just – Black and white, because she was told in high school you have to match, and so she'll do whatever she can, honestly. <laughs> but um, so every year, like, with Coach Austin, he would he would make us close our eyes and tell us to take a deep breath. And honestly, like, we all took that moment to group ourselves, be ready to go on the field, and then he'd say, we're, we're here to do two things, it and the damn thing. And then we'd, we'd get all hype and we'd go on the field. So that's, like, a really big thing that we would do. And then, I mean, we, we all have, like, little stupid things that we do. Honestly, I don't really have any. Sometimes I'd wear pairs of socks under my socks, like – that's about as crazy I'd get. I like to wear colorful spandex under our skirts sometimes, but it's not much of a superstition. I just think it's kind of fun. Um, I don't. I don't like being stitious. You know, I think it's better if you don't leave. If you, if you don't have them, you won't leave them behind. I don't think it affects the way I play. So. Now, what are you both looking forward to the most for this year's lacrosse season? Honestly, just getting out there. I just. I love. Like I just love playing. Practice isn't all our fun, but. Like, you say 110% in practice, but until you're in a game, you're not going to feel the same way. Um, I just I just love playing in games, game-like situations, anything, like, all of travel, all of that stuff. Like, it's just the constant, the constant games. I'm excited for three games in a row. I think it's fun when you don't have a break, and I like competition. So, we've got a pretty tough schedule this year, and as much as, like, I might scare people, it just it makes me even more excited because the NLL – competition it's getting better as the years go on but it's never too much so i i'm excited to go play teams from columbus and cleveland and and actually play some good competition now what would you guys say the most part of the season is going to be or most difficult part of the season is going to be um probably we, we go to a tournament like a, a play day um that's against two pretty tough teams so Brunswick and stuff, so they're they're really good. Uh, we play Strongsville soon. Strongsville's pretty good, really good team. We played them last year. We lost. That was our game that sent us home in the tournament. Um, we know some girls on the team, so like Megan and I went and played with a team called Burning River one time, and we we know some of the girls, so they're they're really good. Um, March 31st, we plug in the date. Yep. yep. Is that, that's, yep. that's a Friday. first home game? Yep. No, no, that's, that's, that's strong. What, what's, the, what's the first home game? First. Next week against Northview. Next week, next week against Northview. Oh, it's going to be a yep. – I'm going to kill him. 21st. 21st. Uh, we play St. Ursula week from today. this year. We play St. Ursula. We scrimmage them Thursday. Ooh. Nobody's nervous. We're all excited. We think we've got it in us. We're not sure they do, so we're ready for it. Yeah. All right, well, now we're going to hop into this week's Rank It segment. This is where we give you a topic and ask you to rank it one through five. Today is March 14th, which is also known as National Pie Day. So we wanted you guys Marcos. to rank – does pizza count as a pie? <laughs> yeah, pizza pie. Sorry. Okay, okay, fine. Ahead, so sorry, sorry, sorry. What, what are your top five favorite pies? Promise. Ooh. I see Marcos another word pizza. on there that I really like, but we'll get to that in a second maybe. Okay, okay, okay yeah. yeah, I'll leave that alone because I get very heated, very excited about that topic. So best Let's pies. Do it. Let's do it. Okay, right off the bat, banana cream pie. Two mm-hmm. is peach. That is her. 
No. Whoa. I know. Hot take. Let it dude. finish. Let dude. it finish. So Let good. Finish. So good. Dude. Dude. I'm cooking. Her, hold up. Hold up. Number three. Coming in hot. Hold up. Let her cook. Hannah's walking Let her the cook. Table. Let Autumn cook. I know, I know when Abby puts her hands <laughs> on her head and she goes, oh my. I know she's just absolutely flabbergasted oh yeah, he and did. wants me to oh go yes, away. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, All yes, right. Number he three. Did. Blueberry. Okay. That's, that's number not four. Apple. Nope. Number five. Okay, continue, continue, continue. Last one. Maybe what's, count. What's another pie? Oh, dear. We should have just let her stop key, cooking. Key lime. Is, key lime is so oh. good. We know you have bad opinions. Key lime is mid. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Uh, I wonder why people attack this pie. How about a Mr. Freeze Jesus. ice cream pie? I'll go with that. Okay. Actually, okay. actually, let me bump that up to three and then move the blueberry and the apple down. Okay, cool. Um, do, so I didn't hear I don't want to hear anything about anything. Go ahead. Pies. Go. Whoa! I'm a big advocate for Nedley's ice cream. Um, my pie ranking: I'd, I'd like to start off with apple, then go to. I don't like cherry, but I guess cherry's second. Cherry's the best, undisputed um, number one. Pumpkin is third. I like key lime at fourth. I don't ever have pie unless it's on Thanksgiving. My cousin made a really good blueberry pie, so I guess that's fifth. But that's honestly it. I'm not a pie person, honestly. Okay. I mean. Yeah, happy pie happy day. Happy pie day. Oh, God, you know, I don't eat a lot of pie, but something something about a simple Costco pumpkin pie just hits different. Oh, I completely forgot about like, pumpkin like pie. Costco that pumpkin is... pie, you buy it's like what, 9.99 for that huge pumpkin pie? Thing is, man, it's like Yes. Costco pumpkin pie is great. Any pie from Schmuckers? What Schmuckers? Oh, yeah. oh so good. So yeah, so I, good. I'm like so so good. I don't know. I love Dietz's ice cream, mint chocolate chip ice cream pies. Those Ooh. are good. If you guys are ever traveling down to Florida, Publix um. has the, <laughs> the grocery he, store. <laughs> he, no. If you're going to Florida, Publix Dude, Publix is awesome. Specifically, though, <laughs> Key Lime Pie from Publix is got to be like the best wow. pie I've ever eaten. It is so good. Yeah. Oh no! Before we get into that, Joel, how many digits of pi can you name? Three point one four one five nine two six. Pretty good. Pretty good. Three point one four one five nine two six five three five eight nine eight. That's as far as I know. Something. Yeah, that's as far as I know. Yeah. Pretty good. I'm cool. It's pretty good. If only I knew my planets like I did my. Pie. You didn't know the planets. Yeah. We don't have to we, go we there. But yeah. last week, <laughs> episode uh, eighteen or nineteen with Marcia Swanson, Joel did not know the planets. Oh, well, okay. That was that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, our whatever her acronym was gave us nachos, and Joel could yeah, not but, think of the planets for the life of yeah. It was, he was struggling it was with rough. Earth. That, no, that was that's all you need to know. <laughs> she asked, "What's the E?" And go, I'm blank. Yeah, so. go listen to the audio file. It's it hilarious. Was, but um. So, it has come to my attention that, uh, Coach, you are a huge Mr. Freeze fan. <laughs> so, mic. what is your go-to order? Go-to order. Abby will actually tell my go-to order. Well, so we want to hear yours, too. She likes uh, vanilla and uh, orange swirl Okay. With, uh, uh, with sprinkles on top, but she likes them layered within Why? it, too, so Why? she can have them in every bite, even when she gets halfway through. Because if you eat part of it, you put it in the freezer, and then you still get the sprinkles when you come back. So you hit that mid-level sprinkle, put it in the freezer, next day, good to go. Listen, 
I grew up on West 7th Street, so yeah. that bike ride was fantastic for Mr. Freeze. I will stand Mr. It's the best ice cream in the entire world. Great business operation going and over there. And I, I could have it every day. I Raking thought about getting a freezer just specifically to have it in the winter. I'm just kidding, obviously, maybe. But it was a thought. It was a thought. Anyways, Nedley's. Why Nedley's? Yeah, please. So, um, I actually favor Nedley's over Mr. Freeze. I'd rather have two wow. scoops of strawberry ice cream wow. any day of the week. Uh, uh, not like fully, low key, but not really. <laughs> like, like, it's I don't, like low. Okay. Key. All right. All right. Well, you I, know, I, I, I guess, I guess, it, as a lactose intolerant person, not true. If you're gonna have it, you might as well go big, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's no restrictions. I do like Mr. Freeze though. I like getting almond milk ice cream from there, just because it's really good. And then I like Super Freezes. I like mm-hmm. an That's Oreo and either Butterfinger or Cookie Dough Super Freeze. I think it's really good. So. One last point on Mr. Freeze. Sure. Chuck, if you're listening, I can be paid in Mr. Freeze certificates. Thank you. Oh, my. How many would it take? Jake, wow. holy smokes. Wow. I, we will not display the number. You got a go-to, you Joel? Go-to. You got a go-to order? And Mr. Yeah, Freeze? Oh, I used to be the frothy lemonade. Ooh, it yes. was good. before, the, And they got rid of it, I'm pretty sure. That's awesome, yeah. And then now it's like... The cotton candy funfetti blast is that's still a, That's incredible. what my brother gets all the time. It is good. It's so much sugar, but it is incredible. Mm-hmm. Jack, did you share yours already? I'm, a, was, I'm a Buckeye Sunday guy. Uh, I I'm figured a massive guy. Ohio I State tell. fan. You can only assume or, Buckeyes. Or the, uh, the Shamrock Sunday. They I like Shamrock Sunday. Sunday. Wait, how did you guys yeah. find out? I think it says some research. Type your name in Google. First thing, Mr. Freeze fan. I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah. We'll put it in there. I love that. We'll put it in there. Advocates for it I on the daily. I think it would be like their first, uh, like, Yeah. Mr. Freeze needs to sponsor Prayers for Girls Across. Yes. We wouldn't be mad about it. Nope. All right, continuing with food, we are here at Sidelines, who has some incredible wings. Don't know if you guys have yes. tried. Are either of you chicken wing fans? I'm boneless fan. I'm a f- yeah. Okay, I'm I'll a fan of that's boneless. Fine. That's fine. Their foul balls are great here. I don't like here. to work for it. I'd rather just eat it and get mm-hmm. it over with. That's a that's a fair point. Sauce, favorite sauce. You got yeah, sauce. Would- um, I usually stick to barbecue. I like buffalo as well. Uh, if you're talking B dubs, like Asian zing, Oof. garlic parm. Oof. We don't have to bring up B dubs. Okay. So. Yeah, B dubs. B dubs. But <laughs> I, I don't want to pay thirty dollars for five wings. Buffalo wings and and um, barbecue, definitely my favorite. Cool. Honey barbecue or garlic farm? 100%. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Don't Ranch. bring me blue cheese. Ranch. Damn, damn, damn. Blue Ranch. cheese has got to be the best dipping sauce out of that. I, I could eat cheese. blue cheese with my fries. It's so good. Like, I, it's so good. Ranch it is insane. That's tough. That's is tough. it? Is it? That's tough. It's kind of tough? tough. All right. All right. <laughs> but, um, so, Autumn, you're also the host of your own podcast, as I've been told? Yes, at work, yeah. Passion for Primo, is that yes, the name of it? you did your research, So, uh, can, you tell, like can you tell us a little bit about this and what you, do, what you talk about? Wait, hold on. What, is, what does Primo mean? Oh, so Passion for Primo is, like, our internal branding for Okay, good. Is it Marcos? on the pizza like boxes? The, is it on the boxes? It's not on the boxes. Okay, okay. No. okay. Oh, so Hello Primo is, like, the overall customer-facing branding. So you have okay. – a lot of times businesses will have um, branding for the outside. So the commercials you see, the ads that run, um, things you get in the mail. And then there's internal branding. So that's kind of what Passion for Primo is, is basically everything culture. Um, and it's the name of the store rollouts that I talked about earlier where you go in and inject the culture. Um, and the podcast is basically interviewing mm-hmm. – 
everybody from an insider and driver all the way up to our CEO if we want, to, if he would like to, um, and just talking about their experience with Marcos and talking about their story, how they got there, and really highlighting how you can make Marcos a career. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten to know a business that um, really values its employees like Marcos does, and. But um, my favorite part about it is getting to meet people and tell their stories. That's why I got into journalism. That's why I like coaching, um, getting to know people and help them be their best selves. Because I think everyone goes through a lull in their in their life, and mental health is big for me too. So that's why I think journalism and that podcast is really highlighting people's stories and um, making sure that they're good to go and, and following the journey that they want to follow and just being able to support that. So that's the best part about the podcast. And I'm sure you guys like that too, of getting to f- tell stories and hear new people about new people so so um what is the biggest advice you would give someone who's running a pot to someone who's running a podcast running podcasts um ask the questions um you'll have your set questions because a lot of people when they come on they want us list of set questions and i almost asked for that too but i said we'll run with it we'll have fun because you guys have been so much fun and you've done really well with the shows you've had before so i said no sweat we'll be just fine but um, I think having the list of questions is really good. But then also just whatever they have to say, being able, being able to be on the ball and say, okay, they just said this, let's add in this question next. Because the conversation piece is the biggest part about a podcast of being able to bring out what they want to say um, and really diving into their story because you'll find questions that come up naturally. And that's what I'll tell my players too, of like if they ever have to do interviews, is just say whatever comes to mind because it's easy to get wrapped up in what you had planned as opposed to what's right in front of you so always look at what what's right in front of you um and i think i saw actually uh, mr uh roger say um i had said something and you you pointed at your computer because you had wrote a question out and i'm sorry i'm peeking at your your stuff joel but um yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. seeing that he wrote that and jumped at it so that was great so kind of running running with that and being able to hear what's right in front of you now kind of going back to the days at Perrysburg High School for you yeah. and obviously you right now, who are some of your favorite Perrysburg High School teachers? I got to take a second to think because I hate to say it, but I'm getting older. So I'll let Abby jump in first. Um, so Mrs. Levins played a really big role in my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Sad that she's sad gone. Sad that she's gone, yeah. So yeah sad. She, she was Miss a really big, big teacher for me. Um, I even went back the next year's when I needed help and even to last year. Uh, middle school teachers made a really big impact on me. Miss Townsend and Miss Picking played a huge role in my life throughout all of middle school, and they still do now. Like I have both of their numbers, I get to text them often if if they want. Like I went and uh, I did a teaching class, and so I was at the junior high for two weeks. I was with Miss Townsend that whole time. Miss Picking was texting me. She's like, "Do you want some coffee this morning?" So I, I have a really good relationship I built with both of them. Um, at the high school, Miss Charnell is she's my go-to girl. Um, I'm with her all the time. I'm there for two periods. Love her so much. And then Miss Klima is also mm-hmm. a teacher who's there for me all the time. So it's really nice. And, of course, Mr. Rogers. Shout out, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> had, to, had to get him in there. Got to love Stein, too. Mm-hmm. Talk sports with him all day. Never stop. So This is tough because I had a ton of teachers that I think. Yeah. A lot of teachers. Valid. Um, I keep saying that. You guys, I, I, practices, I'm It's okay. Practice them. makes perfect. Yeah, literally. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I had a lot of teachers back in my day. There was Miss Farrar, um, yeah. Mr. Boggs. Yep. There was Mr. Kitson, mm-hmm. Mrs. Bird. Um, yep, Mr. Kitson really um, was a teacher that listened and could kind of see the struggles that I had before I even realized I had them. Um, Mrs. Bird with 
DECA was huge. Yeah, we just got back from States. I know. Congrats. Yeah. You guys did great. I heard all about it. Um, she was a really good teacher. She was one that saw my test anxiety, and that's mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize they have it until, you know, years later. I found it in DECA, actually. I was running for um, state president in DECA, uh-huh. and I, I failed the test miserably because of my test anxiety. Um, memorized a 10-minute speech, but couldn't do the test. But um, So it just takes persevering and leaning on those teachers. And uh, Mrs. Bird, I think, definitely propelled my career and definitely helped me get into Marcos. And so I talk about her all the time and DECA is so, so important. I wish it was kind of a required class to be honest, but, um, cause I, I still talk about it to this day, but yeah, two great teachers, Mr. Kitson's doing great things too. Um, just great students come out of that, that have also played lacrosse. So that is one thing I hope Perrysburg like develops maybe as not a necessarily a stronger DECA pro- program, but like Business you can take it all four years, like a lot of different, like the bigger DECA programs and chapters, you can take it, starting as like a freshman so that's something to look forward to in the future maybe working from freshman to senior year yes i we need to push more business into it and I think, I think too don't be afraid to ask your teachers to learn more like it, you don't i know outside of lacrosse and um i mean uh, outside the classroom it, there's a lot going on there's a lot of homework and a lot of things but um, I think it's important to, if you've got a, a question you want to ask or if you want to learn more about something, ask your teacher because I'm sure that they're more than welcome. They're more than happy to kind of walk through things and, and talk about anything else that you want to learn about. That's huge. And me as a coach, if anyone wants to reach out about anything I've talked about today, feel free. Like, if you want to learn something, let's do it. Now, Abby, Joel, and I are getting ready to graduate on May 21st. And we wanted to know if you had any advice for us about graduation and what Abby is most excited for with graduation. Okay. My, oh, advice. This is tough because I, I don't have just one thing. I would say the biggest advice is going if you go, choose to go into college, which I hope you do because mm-hmm. it's not just about the classes and getting the degree. It's about all the other things you learn while in college. It's probably the best and the hardest four years of your life. Um, I would say take the pictures, take the stupid videos. Um, I remember looking back my freshman year, I took a video of myself, just like one of those stupid vlogs on my phone, and I was like, okay, here's how I feel and like I graduated looking back and I know it sounds so weird and nerdy but I look back I'm like oh my gosh like I overcame all these things so don't be afraid to take those pictures and um and remember that no matter where you want to go you can do it because there's nothing in this world that's unattainable if you would have told me as a senior graduating that I was going to coach my former team I would have looked at you and laughed and said there is no freaking way there's no freaking way because I've always wanted to give that back and, and give that to the girls and um, I hope they all take it that away too, but I could get so sappy. So I need to hand this over to Abby because she knows how I'll get on my soapbox. So there you go, Abby. <laughs> um, so I think we've all gotten past the stressful point of senior year mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part. Um, we're all just happy to graduate, I think. <laughs> like, when I walk across there. that stage, I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, I'm just really excited for summer, honestly. All of us are going our separate ways, all my friends and everything. So it's going to be a fun summer. Um, I'm really excited for college. I'm excited for the freedom. My parents have never been super strict on me, but they've always been close enough to care, you know. So mm-hmm. I think moving away but, but still being close to them and, and getting to do my own thing, they, they fully support it. So I'm excited for it. Do you have a college commitment yet? I do. I'm going decide? to BG. To major yeah. in? Yeah. I am, yeah. What are you going to major in? Uh, I'm pursuing AYA education so I can be a high school teacher or oh, potentially nice. middle school. But Perfect. They coach the cross with us. Yeah, that, that's something I'm, I'm looking to do. I, I want to come and, like, volunteer coach around the area and stuff. Awesome. So Absolutely. I want to be it. a coach. 
Absolutely. Now, what are some of your guys' favorite memories of Perrysburg? <laughs> I have an embarrassing one. Let's hear it. Do you want to hear an embarrassing one? Yeah. Okay, so sure I know you had Jordan Falls. Strack on the pod yep, sure a couple weeks ago. Episode um, so do you 14? guys still do the... The goldfish halftime yep, with the yeah. basketball yeah. game? Yeah, this that? year was the last year. Last year? Oh, yeah, because mommy. Mommy's mommy, leaving. Oh. This was the last year. I didn't of it. get to participate, but I digress. So I... Why not? Uh, Miss Northrop's English paper that I... Oh, she decided no. to do that for some reason. Oh, no. I will not Never mind. speak anymore. School Let's projects not. during the school year? Oh, Let's my goodness. Uh, Joel turned it in late, I think. I did turn it. I took That's the 10%. Besides the point. Besides the point. Back to your embarrassing story. Um, my embarrassing story was they interviewed me on TOL, and I'm sure he still has it. And I've avoided every conversation with him about it because obviously working in the industry, we've I, like just know, knowing Strack, great mm-hmm. guy. Um, and so I'm sure they have the video. It surfaces on Facebook every year of me eating the goldfish. And then I just total woo- woohoo girl going, oh, my goodness. I, like, wow. And they got me like just screaming at the end. And it is the most cringiest thing that has ever happened to me in my life. So... I can't believe I just said that out loud on the podcast, but that's an embarrassing one. But I remember that. Um, I think my best memory was either lacrosse or finishing DECA. I think that was a big rewarding thing for me just because of how much it's influenced my life Mm -hmm. looking back. Um, And then working with Mr. Kitson and realizing how many times through he he gave me that writing and that that speech, that confidence um, in it. So, yeah, probably that. Um, honestly, there's a lot, a lot of things to choose from. There's, there's things that happen in school, you know, like hallway jams, mama me stuff, mama yeah, me week, spirit right weeks, up. all that stuff's fun. Football games, unbeatable, obviously. Storm in the mm-hmm. field and stuff, yeah. really fun. Um, things outside of school, uh, lacrosse every year. The more we beat people, like, like beating St. Ursula the one year was a really big deal. It was really fun. Um, NLL champs, it's just gonna be sixth year in a row like that kind of stuff is really cool um just being a part of stuff bigger than myself in high school has just been really cool to be a part of now abby and autumn what is one bold prediction you guys have for 2023 what kind of season or? and it can be anything anything in the world just bold prediction um, something that you're like it could be a hot take it could be anything like produce losing in the first round i can't say anything. This lacrosse team will be NLL champs again for the twenty. Let's go! Let's that's a bold prediction. Go. That's a Let's that's a future. That's happening. Let's We're gonna go. make that happen this year. Um, what else? What do you have a hot prediction? I hope that like the flare leggings fall off. I don't. What? I don't think they're a good trend. Honestly, I see people rock them. I'm not saying they're bad on everybody. I just I don't really like the trend. Honestly, um, okay. I hope that falls off. I hope I'm right about that. Uh, Tatum told me earmuffs are coming back. Really? I don't earmuffs. believe it. I think I don't think it's true. Earmuffs? And I hope it's not. Whoa. Real earmuffs. Hope they're not true. I hope they're not coming back. Um, Is that your prediction? They're coming oh, back? I got one. No, I hope they're not. Bull oh. take Hoka's. Hoka's are in. Yeah. Those are, are so comfy. The shoes. Oh, they're so comfy. Hoka's are so comfy. They're coming in. They're going to stay. Yep. Dick's sporting goods. They're sta- they I mean, they're starting to revolutionize the, the shoe game. industry, Joel. That would be. Yeah. Hoka's are so comfortable. It's like you're walking on clouds. How do you spell it? <laughs> Hoka. H O K A. They're like 160. Um, I hope skinny pair, jeans but. come back. Because these mom jeans you okay. guys have me trying to wear, I, I can't. I literally have brought, I've worn an outfit to practice. I'm like, does this look okay? Like, do we like these shoes? Like, I'm fearful. I have to buy mom jeans now. 
And I love my skinny jeans because I'm used to them and I miss them. So please bring them back. Hannah's shaking her head. Abby's shaking her head. She's like, please no. But that's my generation. Well, what can I say? Away for, for not like that's still a thing. Yeah, you're you right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right, fair. Now, what do you guys think is one thing that people should know about Perrysburg High School lacrosse this season? This is about to be the hardest we've worked, I think, ever. Um, we have a toughest schedule, I think, you guys, you, yeah. four, your four years we've ever had. But this is going to be the year that I think we take new heights. Um, that's the plan. That's the goal. We have all three coaches span across three different positions. So I played center, so midfield. Brooke played mm-hmm. attack at Perrysburg, too. Yep. Um, and then Kate played defense. So having us three, I think, has been good. And we have a new coach coming on soon. She's a goalie coach. So all four positions. So I think New Heights is where, where we're headed, if not this year, the next year. But that's my prediction. Abby? Um, honestly, just to not under, underestimate us. We've had a lot of changes. Uh, we've had, like, two or three coaching changes now. Um, but, you know, our drive and, and our humility and resilience for the game hasn't really changed. We still all have the mindset of wanting to win and doing whatever it takes to get there. Um, we still have players like Araya and Sarah, they're returning. Um, Megan and Tatum are returning. Uh, I am. I'm going to be down there. So we're, we've got a lot of returning players who have the drive to, to take it far this year. So we're all pretty excited. All right. Well, now we are going to get into our final segment called The One Word. So, Autumn, what is one word that you would use to describe Abby Robertson? And why? And why, yes. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. This is one question yep. you should have said ahead of time. Nope. Are we doing serious? Uh, it, it can, can be, be whatever. It can, be can, whatever. We, can we get, like, a funny one and then a uh, like serious yeah, one? Sure. I'll start with the serious sure, sure, one. Sure, 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 sure. Um, resilient. I think all the seniors, like she mentioned, have gone through so many coaching changes. And like I said, I'm not coming in to change anything about what they've done before. They have the grit. They have the drive. I'm just here to help take them to the heights that they want to go. Um, so that resilience in her, day in and day out, um, her story is incredible from what I've gotten to know so far. Um, and I think she is one that is going to go to BG and do absolutely incredible things. I can get really sappy, but I think the world of you, Abby. So continue to do what you do. Um, and then comedian is the funny word. Yeah. Um, I try not to laugh because I don't want her to keep going because they know I get <laughs> off topic all the time. But she's hilarious. and she But she means it every, the world for everyone. So she keeps that comedic side to her. But um, – she means the world, and she does it to keep people hyped up, ready to go. Um, so I guess hype, like, I don't know. Hype is probably a good word for that, too. But we'll end it there <laughs> for her. But, yeah. All right, Abby, what is one word to describe Coach Stevens? Okay, if you're going to make it funny, at least give me a <laughs> Um, Chugi. I guess his first one, because that's what she Can said. Can you explain that? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't really even know what it means, but oh, it feels right. It feels right. How do you spell that? So, bas- is it- so Chugi means, like, they come out and do all the, like, stupid dad jokes, like, trying to be funny. So I, I stand with Chugi. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, I, this aesthetic has been described one. as yeah. the opposite of trendy or trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so no comment. I'm gonna move on to the yeah. serious one. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, advocator. I guess I don't know okay. if that's the right word. All right, but yeah. She's there for us all the time. She's there for like our mental health. She's there for us no matter what. Like you can text her, she'll text back in a minute. So she just wants to be there for us. We we know none of us have like a super deep connection yet, but 
even though it's been only a little bit of time, we all have developed like a different relationship with her. So that's pretty cool. All righty. Well, thank you guys for coming on the episode today. We really enjoyed getting to talk to you and best of luck to you in the upcoming lacrosse season. Thank you. Also, thank once you. again, thank you, thank big you. thanks to you to the sidelines for not kicking us out yet for, and letting us record here at 136 West South Boundary. Once again, locally owned and operated, serving the Perrysburg community. Next episode, we'll be interviewing TJ Tackett, Perrysburg football quarterback, Perrysburg baseball player, and future BGSU Falcon, and Matt Gast, who is also playing collegiate baseball at Adrian. This has been episode 22 of Inside the Hive, a Jacket Sports Network production. Joel, it's that time again, my man. It is that time again, Jack. To the moon, baby. To the moon. Go Jackets.